Welcome to Psalm 7. This psalm is written in the context of David being lied about and accused falsely. David's proximity to the king had many who became jealous of him, and one of them happened to be this Benjamite named Cush. And in Psalm 7, we understand that Cush said something about David, which of course we did not know about, but he certainly lied to the king about David and made his life very difficult. We in fact get a glimpse of this in 1 Samuel chapter 24 and verse 9. David asked Saul, Why do you listen to men who say, Indeed, David seeks to harm you? So what do you do when you have Cush in your life, who seek to harm you and lie about you and falsely accuse you? Well, do what David did. First, talk to God. One of the things you notice in the psalm is the openness with which David talks to God. He talks to God about anything and everything. Now, isn't that beautiful? No matter what is happening to us today, let's bring everything to God in prayer. Again, remember, prayer is but talking to God and we talk to only those to whom we are close to. We love their company, don't we? But then the question we must ask is, are we close to God today? Do we talk to Him about anything and everything that is in our heart? So let's talk to God about everything and anything that bothers us today. Second, express your trust in God. Express your trust in God. Verse 2 to 5, David says, O Lord my God, in you I put my trust. Therefore save me from all those who persecute me and lie about me, lest they tear me like a lion, rendering me in pieces while there is none to deliver me. Haven't we all been in situations where we have felt like, oh, we would be torn apart? There is no way out. Well, what do you do? Put your trust in God. O Lord my God, in you I put my trust. Of course, there is no other way, my friends, than to put our trust in the Lord. Third, let God examine you. Now, it is very interesting. David isn't defending himself. He's rather asking God to examine him in this situation when he is falsely accused. He says in verse 3, O Lord my God, if I've done anything wrong or if I'm found guilty of injustice, if I have betrayed a friend or plundered my enemy without cause, then let my enemy capture me. Let them trample me into the ground and drag my honor in the dust. Wow, he is asking God to be as harsh as he could be if David is found wrong. He is asking God to examine his heart in the face of accusation. Now, isn't this contrary to what we often pray? Our prayers are often made in our defense, isn't it? We say, Lord, look how innocent I have been. It's all his fault and not mine. But here David allows God to examine his heart. Amazing, isn't it? Can I ask? When in a situation of being criticized and falsely accused, would you be open to have God examine your heart? Fourth, let God be the judge. In verse 11, David writes, God is a just God. The Lord judges the nations. Therefore, isn't it wise for us to let God judge our situations? You know, because His judgments is always right. You see, often we do not see ourselves and others as God sees us because we are partial, aren't we? We are one-sided. We have our blind spots. So it is the best to turn the matter over to God and let God be our judge in our situations. And to be honest, this will save us from a lot of misery. And fifth, wait on the Lord. Wait on the Lord. Verses 14 to 16, David writes, The wicked conceive evil, they are pregnant with trouble and give birth to lies. 
they dig a deep pit to trap others, then fall into it themselves. The trouble they make for others backfires on them. The violence they plan falls on their own heads. Now remember how Haman planned evil against Mordecai? He dug a deep pit not only for Mordecai, but for all the Jews. But as Esther and the people of God prayed and fasted, Haman falls into the pit he dug himself. The trouble he made for others backfired on him. The violence he planned for others fell on his own head and upon his own family. So can I say, wait on the Lord. He is indeed a righteous judge. And last, give thanks to the Lord. Give thanks to God. Even in the midst of being slandered and falsely accused, David is careful to give thanks to God. Verse 17, he writes, I will thank the Lord because he is just. I will sing praises to the name of the Lord Most High. So in the face of accusations, would you be able to give thanks to the Lord and sing a song to him? So when you have Kush in your life, when you have people who seek to harm you and lie about you and falsely accuse you, what do you and I do? First, talk to God. Second, express your trust in God. Third, let God examine us. Fourth, let God be the judge. Fifth, wait on the Lord. And sixth, give thanks to God. Shall we pray? Heavenly Father, thank you for the example that David set when he was pursued by his enemies, falsely accused and persecuted for righteousness sake. Thank you that my hope today is in you and that you are the Lord, my righteousness. Thank you for your promise to vindicate all your people who are unjustly accused today. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen.